0: And we are live. Hey everybody, and welcome to a very special Big Brother 17 show. I am so excited. I'm I'm ready. I am excited. I am ready and I am not. Solo Dolo. I'm with Vanessa. Oh my god, I am so excited, everybody. Okay. So, just so you guys know, if you are watching in YouTube, you can click on these buttons, thumbs up, and subscribe. That helps support our shows. If you're watching on iTunes, it size star rating, and a nice review is amazing. Of course, you can become a patron, yourrealityrecaps.com, slash patron, to help support our shows, to... Uh, and yeah, I'm just gonna shut up because there's a million questions and we have Vanessa. Oh, wait, I forgot to tell you guys the what you want to know about, too. Number one fan is getting signed. Playing cards from Vanessa. Currently, Pam, congrats. It's you. It's always you in the show in the beginning, Pam. <laughs> but now, shut up, Eric. Here's who we're all waiting for. The one, the only, some say the should have been winner,
1: <gasps> Vanessa. Hey there, can I say first of all, like, whoa, digging the beanie definitely looks good with your blue eyes and uh, yeah, it looks really nice. It's, it's a good look.
0: I have to say I wore this many times doing in Vanessa impressions during the show.
1: Oh I my goodness.
0: Say, oh. I will say I was <laughs> known to be go solo dolo a lot, which we're <laughs> going to talk about solo dolo Vanessa, but wait. Uh, oh, and I have to say, I believe this hat. I know it was made by uh, CKS Princess on Twitter for me. And she has one for you, too, Vanessa. She made Woo! one uh, especially for you.
1: You know, but- yeah. on that note, um, I'm actually opening up a P.O. box um, tomorrow and uh, I'll be tweeting the address um, shortly so people can because I've had some requests on, about that and just haven't had a chance yet.
0: Perfect. It'll be below this video on the edited show as well for you guys. You can get Vanessa's uh, PO box below. Vanessa, first of all, congratulations.
1: Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's big news, right? Ah.
0: It is. I'm very excited. You know, we had Mel on. She kind of told us how she was picking out the ring from what you were saying on the feeds and that she was going to surprise you. And what was it like? What was it like when uh, she proposed?
1: I was totally surprised. I mean, first of all, look, we're two girls and there's not like really a social protocol on that. Like which one asks which one we, we didn't, we don't know. We're just kind of making it up as we go. And so I always just figured that I would be the one to do it. And so I was talking about it and then, um, yeah, she totally got me. She went up to me and it was a total surprise. Didn't see it coming. Um, she had me in tears by the end. was be- obviously she had me in tears, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but it was beautiful. She put, um, like rose petals in the shape of, will you marry me all like uh, on the bed in our hotel room? She had like red candles all over the entire hotel room. Right. Um, she had like a bottle of champagne and the flasks and the ring and she did the whole thing and it was very romantic and oh. I'm a really lucky girl.
0: Yay. Now, okay. Now I'm going to, ju- I'm going to ask you a really hard question, Vanessa. You ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. When are we getting our invitation to the wedding?
1: <laughs> yeah. So we actually really want to have a big wedding. Um, not are well, the cool thing is while I was in the big brother house, gay marriage was legalized nationwide, which was fucking amazing news. Like didn't see that coming. Awesome thing to learn. Like I actually, Audrey told me within five seconds of the live show ending. So uh-huh. I knew right away. way. And, uh, So that means we actually could get married anywhere. So Mm -hmm. we're looking at locations right now and, uh, you know, maybe in the next six months or so.
0: Yeah. Well, here, you know how you said there are no rules and you guys are kind of working it out. When I had my gay wedding 10 years ago and it wasn't cool and not legal. Here's the fun thing you get to look forward to. The photographer, or maybe yours will have more class, will do stuff like which one of you is the guy and which oh, one the girl? The
1: boy, so- we actually fight. Whenever anyone asks us that, I'm always like, she's the guy. Because she like, she's I don't know, she kills the bugs and stuff. And then <laughs> she's always like, no, she she's the guy. We we both have our argument for why the other one's the guy, but it's I, I know exactly what you mean. We get that all the time.
0: Oh my god. It's like all right, Vanessa. Vanessa. I mean, now I know we uh we have an hour with you here today. We're gonna get as many fan questions as we can. Uh, In for you guys right now Vanessa might if she has time later Come back on on again We'll get a lot more questions But I have to ask What I want to know And you guys uh, hashtag YRR live uh, Your questions starting right now Do it give it to us But here's what I want to know Vanessa Why did you win The final Five H O H.
1: It's a very very good question um totally agree. Okay, so I I don't know. I actually haven't watched that far into the season. I'm okay, about okay. halfway. So I don't know how they edited it, but um did you guys see me like beforehand saying how I wasn't planning to win it?
0: Ah, no, I don't. Literally
1: until the day of my, I would go into the DR every day, talk about how much. Oh, I love where I'm at. This is a great spot. I have got you know a big pair on this side, a big pair on the other side. They're gonna hurl grenades at each other. I can just kind of sit back and let them all handle it. I don't. I can stay out of the mix. Mm -hmm. And that was my plan, until the morning of. And um, the morning of that comp, I had a conversation. First, I walked in on Steve talking to Austin and Liz, and they all kind of like got super awkward. and I walked in, and, I, and which I just thought was weird. And uh, and then after that, I had a couple conversations with Steve where my read was, and it turns out my read was right, that Steve was way more comfortable than he should have been for a guy who should know he's about to go into an HOH comp where he can't play and where he's going to be a target for at least two of the people who are about to play that HOH comp. Because obviously he just broke up the Aust twins, so right. why wouldn't he presume that he's the target for Liz and Austin? And so but he just was so comfortable. And Steve, when he's not comfortable, it's very obvious. He right. like he's like stressing out, like pacing, can't chill. And he was not that. And that put it in inside of me like I sort of kind of well, I got paranoid.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And <laughs> then what happened?
1: Validly or not, I was paranoid. Uh, uh-huh. because you know, I was like, all right, well, Steve seems super comfortable. Why would this be? And I started to think about it and I was like, wait a second. He obviously had um, oh, So so I did something else. I don't know if you guys watched this on the feeds where I did a fake. Um, I went to Steve and I was like, hey, like, are you sure we should do this whole like evict Liz thing? Like, why don't we do what's best for us? And I mean, evict Julia and keep Liz. Why don't we do what's best for us and get rid of the stronger player in Liz and keep Julia? Right. And he's like, let me think about it and get back to you. And then he, and the reason I did that was I didn't want I wanted to seem really unequivocal about it, even though. I had my opinion about what was better for my game. I just was kind of covering all my bases in case anything I ever said to Steve got back to Austin and the Twins. Right. Now, here's the key part. He comes back to me later okay. that day and is very sure all of a sudden, no, 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 that would be wrong. We're not going to do that. That's a scumbag move. We're going to keep Liz and evict Julie like they were. And it seemed weird. It raised a red flag with me. And Mm -hmm. I put two and two together. He made a deal with them. Listen, because Vanessa and Johnny are going to vote the way I want, I'm going to make sure you guys get what you want, which is keep Liz, evict Julia, if and only if you agree not to put me up on the block. And guess who that leaves to go up on the block? Right. And guess who's not happy about that? So I put this together like within minutes of the HOH starting. Mm -hmm. I didn't have time to like uh, work around it or make any deals or handle the situation. So I had a rush of adrenaline and... Also I kind of just thought the the comp with the big rainbow is sort of like meant for me. And, True. And I went ahead and just went for it.
0: Okay. First of all, Vanessa, I love it. You're the only person that talks as fast as me. Oh, so sorry. that is great <laughs> and I love. No, I I'm keeping up completely. All right. But now let's because I feel like here's why I thought um you were amazing and sorry everybody else, the best player in this game. Like I've said that all season, far and away, I feel like you strategically kind of masterminded the game is what you did. And even on the edit, I always said, Vanessa, hashtag winner's edit. They were showing us how, when you'll see as you watch the Mac, that, you know, you were responsible for so many moves in this game. And it's I think it's because of kind of like what you just said. You always were thinking you were always playing a week ahead and always knowing kind of how you had to get ahead of what could happen. Now, do you do you regret that at all? And though I, I guess I want to say, do you regret okay. that at all?
1: Well, so it, as it turned out, after I was HOH, I was in a position to find out whether my instinct on that that whole paranoia was true, and it was well founded in that. Yes, Steve had made deals with Liz and Austin for safety. Mm-hmm. However, looking back, I don't think Liz and Austin would have kept those deals. I think that knowing that they thought they had my full loyalty and that they thought Johnny, Mack and Steve were a definite duo, it would have been asinine not to target those, to put those two on the, tar- on the block and to put me on with one of them wouldn't have made any sense. So in retrospect, I mean, and this is like one of those things I can go back in hindsight's right. always right. twenty twenty, right. and be right. like, maybe I wish I didn't win that HOH. However, you know, the other benefit of it was that I um, had an impressive resume going into final three, which was going to be a good factor for the jury. Like, look, I'm the person who won the most HOHs and the most competitions. And so it does have that benefit as well, even though I did kind of like make it hard for myself, which I did that well more than once over the course of the game. There were a lot of times where I was like, Oh, Vanessa, like, why did you just do that? (laughs) Sometimes I think I just wanted to make sure that it was hard, like extra hard. So I just got in my own way a lot.
0: And now sometimes you really helped us out because it was hard to follow. like, oh, my God, what is Vanessa doing right now? Let's think about this. Why? And we're going to talk about some of those times. But one specific time all of us want to know about. And you kind of helped us with your Skittles chart.
1: I'm so happy you're asking about this. (laughs)
0: Vanessa, what's up?
1: Okay. Okay. So let me, I'm glad you labeled. All right. So here we go. Um, these are two, the two grids that were left once I decided that I was absolutely not going to evict Liz. Um, so these were between my options of evicting either Austin or, um, or Steve. Mm -hmm. Um, now, okay. Let me explain it to you. The top row. So like columns, five, six, seven, and eight um, stand for who could win the POV when we get down to the final four. The rows, A, B, and C, or D, E, and F stand for who could win the HOH. Now, the reason there's not four pe- four rows is because I couldn't play the HOH in the final four. There were only three people that could play and win, and those would be the other three people left in, in the final four other than myself. So to break it now, the colors, I'm yellow, green is Johnny Mac, orange is Steve, red is Liz, um, blue is, um, and blue is, uh, Austin, blue is Austin. So you can see how the chart on the top doesn't have any blue in it. That is if I chose to evict Austin, which is the one I ended up going with. Um, and as you can see, there's more yellow in that chart. That's why I ended up going with that chart as opposed to the one below. Um, I don't get to final three as often in the bottom chart as I do in the top chart. Now, just like to like, kind of try to explain. I probably sound like a crackhead. Um, Let's see. Uh, All right. So like, for example, let's take the top chart. Uh, In the first column you have, let's see, red. So that's Liz. You have Liz winning the power veto and you have Johnny Mack winning the HOH. If he wins the HOH, it means he has to go to final three, which is why you'll see um, that entire top row there has greens in them. So we know Johnny Mack has to go. But now if if Liz wins the veto, who's she going to take with Johnny Mack? Me. So it was red, yellow, and green go in that box. Next box over with orange. Well, if Steve won the veto and Steve and and Johnny Mac has the HOH, who is Steve going to take me or Liz? I thought at that point he would take me. So that was the yellow. That's You have yellow, orange, and green. And then so on and so forth. And sometimes I would place, if the yellow was placed in the center, that means it was a strong threesome for me where I felt I had primary influence over both people I was in final three with. If I was at the end of a of a three a three Skittle line, it meant that I was kind of the odd one out that I would end up in a, in final three with another duo. And then if there was four Skittles in a chart, it meant that I didn't know who they would take. So like, if you look at, um, row C in that top chart and column orange. So if Steve won the POV and Liz won the, um, HOH, I didn't know, um, if Steve would take, um, me or Johnny Mac, to the final three, I thought he would he would go with Johnny Mac, but at that point he was telling me he would take me. I I didn't know, and if I wasn't sure, I would put a brown skittle next to another skittle just to kind of tell myself there's some variance in that. Um, and so it just kind of helped me do math and see different scenarios. Does it make sense at all? Kind of.
0: Oh my God, <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> First of all, it's crazy. I always thought I needed a chart to follow. And now I'm lost on the chart. Tra- no, Vanessa, believe me. Let me let you know right now. The chat room has gone crazy. That is all they have wanted was you to explain. That's good. That's why I was like, I'm shutting up. I'm not talking. I'm letting Vanessa explain it. They are losing their minds. They're it- loving it. They okay. loved it.
1: All right. Got it. I know it's. I'm a really big nerd. You guys like a really big nerd and there's just no hiding it. Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh my God. It is. I, I wish my brain worked that way. I can't remember like 20 minutes ago for some reason, but that is genius how you can work probability and odds. And like, that's what I always said about your game. Like I really always felt like moving forward in the game. You always did stuff like that in your head and was like, all right, what is my best chance of going forward what uh i
1: I was working with food charts from week three i don't know if you guys saw any of my gummy bear charts i talked about them a little bit in my blog um, my first hoh but i actually started with gummy bears so like the game was a lot more complex back in the beginning i couldn't do any kind of like decision tables like the one i did later in the game but i was using uh, gummy bears to represent players and kind of like create a model for the dynamics going on in the house to help me decide, okay, how can I affect the most destruction of the power structure as it exists with one eviction? Um, which was my goal because I was always solo dolo, as you put it, Mm -hmm. I needed to break things up and hopefully leave a couple stragglers around to work with. And so, um, so that was always my goal. And I was always kind of like using food or whatever tools I had to help facilitate making decisions.
0: Let's talk about solo dolo. Now I, I'm sure you're aware i'm sure you see on twitter one of the criticisms are they feel like vanessa didn't own her game do you, and one of my um criticisms during the game was was like vanessa you're not solo everybody is working for you you are genius <laughs> no, you're genius they're all it's like vanessa's house and you're right you don't have a pair you got the whole house <laughs>
1: Kind of a kind of eh, you know, yes, but you have sisters, showmances. Like like rock stars, they, they, they there's no denying their primary loyalty. At the end of the day, was going to be each other, and that's what I meant by the whole solo dolo thing. Which I can't take credit for, it, actually. You know, Clay was the first one to say solo dolo in the house, and I loved it, and uh, I kind of just took it. And so, um, so that is credit to Clay. And uh, but yeah, it it was that was what I meant by feeling solo. I never ha- was anyone's number one person on their totem pole. I may have had like. A version of loyalty from almost everyone in the house at different points, but I would never had that one person that everyone else seemed to always have. And I and I might have also played that up a little bit. You,
0: you played know? it up a little bit, faster. You, <laughs> you had him. You had him. I'm giving you 100 100. The twins, yes, 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 and I'm sure Austin too. And the pair. Well, all right, all right. No, I see what you're saying. See, if I'm that's like your money
1: James and Meg, and James. I was and never. Meg. They, I mean. There was there there was a lot of, and Jackie and uh, Becky there was a lot of that going on in the house where I just I right. I don't know what it is about me like I just I don't I I just never I wasn't that person for it. it was all right I accepted Look, it
0: it worked out for you and unfortunately and I feel horrible saying it but like two questions is what made all the difference like it would have ended you did it perfect oh. it would have. And the different way. Le- now, do you I mean, how do you feel about the way it all played out? We didn't get to see you uh, ask a question to Steve. There was all conspiracy theories on, you know, happening online, why that happened, when that happened.
1: I think um, they ran out of time. They were planning. I saw actually on the teleprompter. It said, Vanessa, your next question. And then it deleted because she had gone over and you, I, I, it was they ran out of time. So I'm pretty sure what happened.
0: Time uh yes, I think Steve confirmed time. I thought it was like audio issues because ooh, if anybody complains about audio on our shows ever again can't get it right no um all right uh, a lot of people i want to say just want you to know how much they love you how you were the best player this season ha- how inspirational you are your relationship just you're being bombarded with no so know that across the board you're getting hundreds of that happening um and a lot of people you know saying that they feel you were definitely that you should have been the winner uh you
1: know the- but like here's the thing Steve won fair and square. He did. And as a game player, I respect uh, results and I respect... Steve did a lot of things right also during the season. He got there. Um, I think that in the final three, I mean, he had to win to get to final two. If Liz had won, she would have taken me. If I had won, I was going to take Liz, Um, which is actually a really good argument in Liz's corner that no one's really brought up and I was wondering why. This was one of the many overlooked aspects of Liz's game that Mm -hmm. I was giving her credit for when I voted for her, which is that she got to final three with she actually didn't need to win. If Steve won, he was taking her. If I won, I was taking her. And if she won, she's obviously taking herself. That's huge. To get to final three and not need to win is something that strategically someone should be given credit for. And there were a lot of things like that in the game where she ended up in very good spots. And I don't think she's being necessarily given all the credit she's due for that. Um, But yeah, Steve won fair and square and I'm cool about it. I mean, I'm used to to variants in games and it came down to a question. I had a really good shot And I've had things come down to like a coin flip in poker for, you know, large sums of money before. And um, it certainly wasn't the outcome I was hoping for. But uh, I don't have any regrets about the way I played the game. I gave myself the best shot that I knew how in the moment. And um, so I'm looking at it as an overall positive experience and just trying to be positive about it. Perfect.
0: Now, here's what I'll say about Liz. I completely agree with you um, on that. She does. And she did. She won things and she, you know, deserved to get there. She knew you were taking her and we talked about this with her, but she didn't know Steve was going to take her. Right. And we were all like "What game with Steve. But you had her perfectly like you had her checked. Into that spot of, no, I don't want to talk to Steve and I'm not going to do it. So um, I but I agree. I think Liz definitely had um, she had an argument to make getting there. I don't by any means think she didn't. But let's talk about your vote. Or, I mean, you kind of did just explain it.
1: Oh, I have a lot more to it. So, if OK, you wa-
0: well, then here's what I'll say, because then the criticism is people don't really understand why wouldn't you vote for Steve?
1: OK, so first of all, like. I would hope people like look at my reaction to being evicted. Like if you look at that, did I right, seem right. bitter? I wasn't bitter. Like there they're, I don't I'm very well trained in dealing with lawsuit right, right. for high stakes. Like right. I've been there so many times, like I know how to take a beat. And I thought I walked out with a smile on my face with a positive attitude and didn't come off as bitter because I wasn't bitter. And I mean, even I was joking with Steve five minutes later, interrupting him in interviews and being like, he got me and like being playful. And I mean, no, for me, it came down to the game and here's, here were the factors. And I understand why the majority of people are going to look at it differently. I just felt I had a different set of information. And based on the information I had, I've, I sit well with my decision. So here's the info I have. Got the way I look at it is, Steve came into the game as an expert of Big Brother. He ha- There's a certain level of expectation of performance of someone who comes in having been a fan of this game since childhood, having gone to Cornell, having you know knowing everything that he knew about this game. You would have expected this. There were many times over the course of the game where I instead saw this. Sometimes okay. I saw this. Sometimes I saw this. <laughs> but there were sometimes a lot of times where I could, which I couldn't overlook, where he was going to make some mistakes where if it hadn't been for myself or Johnny Mack talking him out of making those strategic mistakes, he would have made them. And he also got to finals in a situation where he had to win, which strategically is not a good spot to be in. Um, Beyond that, he was out of the game, if not for me, on more than one occasion, which I I, I couldn't give him credit for that. Now, on the other hand, you have Liz, where what was the expectation? She was recruited for the show um, by – just for being a twin, essentially, had just started watching a few months before, you know, wouldn't have expected her to, didn't know much about the theory of games or strategy. Mm -hmm. So you would have expected this. And time and again, I saw this from her, where there were so many times you could see me, like in the HOH room, where I'd be like, did you just say that? Like what? I right. like she would think of things sometimes that I didn't even think of. Like I was, mm-hmm. and this was no not me blowing smoke up her, like this her was body. like yeah. genuine. Right. <laughs> trying to keep it clean. But this was genuine that that she, I believe, uh is um underestimated, really underestimated, not given full credit for just how strategic she was. Um and she did great in competitions. And she was more, uh, she and I had a greater loyalty towards each other. At the end of the day, the, the, the biggest reason I voted for her was we had a deal. I had given, we both gave our, our word on things that were really important to us. She and Julia and me on Mel, mm-hmm. that um, if we were in jury, we would vote for the other one. And uh, I needed to make a deal like that because I knew if I ended up next to Steve, I was fighting one heck of an uphill battle with a jury. And, and so we made that deal and I decided to stick to it in the end because I really believe she would have stuck to it with me and it didn't sit well with me otherwise but I, even that deal aside, am okay with my decision. And I'm sorry that a lot of people disagree with me, but, um, you know, I played really hard in that game and earned a right to have a vote in that jury. And, and I stand behind my vote.
0: I think um, I mean, I think you understand a lot of fans uh, get very invested in a game and uh, think that they understand you guys from watching you all summer. So I think that has a lot to do with it. I think a lot of people then always are looking for other reasons in what they're saying. Like Liz addressed all the stuff that you're saying and um, totally changed the way so many people saw her game, which is amazing. And I love and even the same thing with Austin you know uh it's just unfortunate that people don't really listen to you guys when you're saying why you did what you did and i but think that's it's no
1: discredit to steve you know he played a great game and he he 100%. got 100 and it's you know i'm just one person's opinion in the jury and in the end most people thought the other way and he got the win right. And so I, uh, you know I feel terrible that, that I'm forced to sit here and defend a, something, you know, that... Don't
0: feel terrible. And Steve is, I don't
1: want to say, I, I, it's not that I don't respect how Steve played the game, it's just that I would have expected more at various points, right. and I can overlook that.
0: Well, look, Steve, also on here, and he, I, he gets the game, so trust me, he's not... He knows these questions are from your fans for you, so that's what your fans want to hear from you, so I don't think Steve's taking it wrong, but... Let's talk about one thing Steve did say, because this a lot of people want to know your feelings on this. Steve told us that a lot of how he played this game was to let you think that you were able to control him. um, From growing the beard and listening to what he said, or, you know, always making you feel like you could control what he did in, in the game. So, like, do you agree with that? Do you feel like that is what he was doing or not?
1: Uh, Well, the first, my first question would be what was since Steve did so much talking on the feeds about what his strategy was, did he ever say that back then in the house or is he only conveniently saying that now? That would be my first question. Once that's answered and I have a feeling that he wasn't saying that in the house, my instinct is that sort of getting out of the house and seeing people's opinion about how I influenced some of the decisions he made. He came up with this response, perhaps. I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. I, I got him to do the things I needed him to do throughout the course of the game. Right. And I think, I think results speak.
0: Right. I think it is all about actions at the end of the game. But now, let's talk about this. I think this is the last thing that I know people want you to address. And again, I feel like it's a game, but I want you to be able to say what you want to say about it. People said they didn't like um, watching you when you were, let's say, aggressive with
1: Steve. Oh no, I thought you were going to say crying. Oh, I don't oh. know what you mean by aggressive with Steve. Like, you, I actually don't know what people mean by this.
0: Uh in the have-not room when I he that. exposed I was you.
1: unbelievably upset, like hurt. Right. Like, you understand that until that point, I actually thought I had a number two, and it was him, <laughs> and and so I was so hurt. Right. And, I mean, if you watch the conversation later where I'm crying with him on the hammock, I mean, I'm a 32 year old woman crying with a 22 year old guy here. Like mm-hmm. those, you can't, I, I can't make that up. Like I felt he broke my heart a little bit. Like I actually wanted so much to have that number one person. And it was him until I realized, wow, well, he was totally stabbing me in the back this whole time. So when I went in and confronted him verbally, I mean, first of all, like, I think the word bullying is, like, thrown around a lot, like, very casually, and, and I, I don't get it. Like, if you look up the definition of bullying, which I have, it's it involves, like, there has to be um, an implied, uh, implied through evidence, like, uh, ability to have a physical dominance over the other person. Like, mm-hmm. no, Steve never thought I was going to, like, hit him or anything, first of all. Second of all, like, I never, like, called him names or was – I was – I went in and said, Did you do this? He said yes. And I said, Well, you can't, you're not going to have my vote. That's me expressing what I'm going to do. I was upset. I think you should be allowed to argue with people. I wish that I had had more emotional control in that moment. I wish I had more emotional control in a lot of moments. But I I was doing what I was doing all season, which was being very authentic and genuine with people about how I feel. Mm -hmm. And, um, That is how I felt in the moment. I certainly didn't intend to be aggressive with Steve, and I think it's really unfair to me to look at that moment rather than the entire picture of how I treated Steve over the course of the season relative to how other people treated him. I treated Steve like a friend. I was very kind and good to him. I'm someone who, more than anyone else in the house, Treated him like, I mean, totally not like a, like he was socially mm-hmm. anything, like awkward, nothing. I would just give it to him straight like he wanted when he did something awkward. Like he would be like, tell me if I'm doing something that's annoying. So we had this funny banter about that. He and I, like, I am a lot like him in a lot of ways. I'm a really big nerd. Look at my Skittle charts. Mm-hmm. Like, Steven, I bonded over Skittles charts. Like, Steve's a guy that is just like a lot of my friends. And so- right. I mean, I think to look at it without looking at our overall relationship is really unfair to me. Um, And I would be really shocked if even Steve felt that I was being any kind of anything bad in that situation because I think we're all right with that.
0: I will say I'm so glad you said that because, yes, I'm hoping we can finally put it to rest now. That is exactly what Steve said. He did not feel uh, that you were bullying him in that moment. I see so many people saying that about uh, as an aspect of your game, and I disagree with it for a million other reasons. Even if you did do it on purpose, which you did not, and we're aware that you did not. But I'm just saying, like, it's a game. It's all a game. I don't get why people are just... Exactly what you said, focusing on one one thing.
1: I think it's really important on this issue that people look at it like what I did during the game was make my point persuasively in a strong Mm. way. A lot. And in an attempt to influence people's opinions. I don't think that should be so quickly thrown into the category of bullying being persuasive with and standing up for yourself and calling things like they are and saying well look you said this back then now you're saying this that's not consistent pointing things like that out to people isn't bullying that's like it's sort of like a lawyer skill it's it's i literally is a lawyer skill i learned how to do that in law in law school and right. uh, a lot of those skills came in handy over the course of the summer and it's actually really shocking to me that me of all people would be called a bully because a I was like, and if you knew me in high school, like I was I'm the biggest nerd ever. I was valedictorian of a wait. biggest nerd in yeah. a class of a thousand. Right. And beyond that, I'm like someone who has a huge heart. Like seventy five percent or more of the times that I cried in that house was for other people, not myself. And and so it's shocking to me, actually, when I'm someone who so cares about other people that people could really think I ever meant to do anything like that.
0: And I completely agree. And I'm glad I feel like that was one thing I wanted you to definitely put to rest because Steve said not. And it is annoying to uh, hear people say that. And plus, and I mean, I don't want to talk about I don't want to make that a big thing. But yes, I agree with you. I think bully is overused. I think it's Bad for people that are actually bullied that we talk about something that happens in a game for money about lying and cheating is bullying, but whatever. Um, And uh, yeah, so whatever. That's all I want to say about it. And I'm glad that you cleared that one up. Let's talk about... Some of your, fu- or Actually, you know what? Let's talk about the crying. Oh, Let's get the crying out of the game. People okay. like Giselle <laughs> in the chat room. People are like nonstop. We have a tons of questions on it. People want to know: Was crying part of your strategy? Because you were such um, a strong female player in this game, and that's kind of the other point. I think when you're a strong female player in the game, you're a bully. You're a bitch. You're, you know, those things because you're a, a woman doing it. If a man was doing it, we'd be like, cheering him on, best ever. Your game's amazing. So right. I'll go back to do was crying part of your uh strategy or were you really uh emotional in the house?
1: Okay. Um I can't wait to address this. All right. So it's this is actually ironic. If you look at the fact that I'm a poker player, that the poker player was the only person who seemed in the house to actually come in without a poker face. Like a lot of people, their strategy in there emotionally and dealing with other people on an interpersonal level was to have a poker face on, not let anyone see their emotional vulnerabilities, um, really don't create real deep connections with other people. I actually had the opposite strategy. I went in there purposely, well, first of all, 99% of my fans going into there didn't know that I was gay. So I was taking a big step by revealing like such a big aspect of my life on a big national stage in in an authenticity. And so kind of in that vein, I decided, you know what, I'm just going to go with it this summer. My goal is going to be actually to do the exact opposite of have a poker face with people. I'm going to develop real connections with people. That's going to obviously allow me to play the game better with them in the future because I'm going to have a deeper bond with people one-on-one than other people are going to have because I'm allowing people to see when they hurt me. I'm allowing people to uh, see when I'm really genuinely happy or really upset or really whatever the range of emotions that I displayed, which obviously I have a lot of them, you know, um, the thing was the motions were thousand percent real all of them I don't know how to fake cry like I'm not an actress in poker when you when you want to have a poker face you don't give anything you don't give fake things so I, I have no training in that if I were trying to be fake I would have given I would have been like stone face mm-hmm. I didn't do that the motions you saw was what you normally would see if poker TV, followed you home after a tournament and saw you emotionally process a lot of the things that happened at the poker table. Being the big brother, the cameras are on 24 hours a day, you get to see, yes, that I'm a logical player who can execute strategically and oxymoronically, also have a whole full spectrum of emotions and... Trouble dealing with sometimes the way my heart conflicts with my mind. Sometimes with seeing how other people are get hurt in the game. Sometimes being frustrated just with my own spot in the game. Sometimes missing my girlfriend for whatever reason. So yes, I, debla- I displayed a breath of emotion. Um, it was all real. It wasn't that it was strategy. Strategy per. Did people to um, align? Actually, maybe this. Kind of- Vanessa always gets to go. It gets these people, you know, when it looks like they're going to do something different. I really believe I actually established real connections with most of the people in the house that facilitated my better gameplay.
0: Uh, perfect okay wait vanessa i want to i don't know if you, i don't know where your mic is but i'm not sure oh. if like your thing is jiggling or your mic is cutting out but it like cut out a little bit for like two seconds on that so i don't know if it is it might just be skype it might not be you at all i'm just letting you know um because okay. it cut out for a second here's what i think and um it's up to you if you want to go into it or not go into it and i don't mean any disrespect um to other players in the game that are younger, not like you are old. I'm saying that at all, but I, okay. think, I think you have had a lot of uh, life experiences that other people have not had. And I think that makes you a more emotional player. If that makes sense. It's,
1: Ta- it's Yeah. I mean, and not only that, but I mean, it's, uh, Beyond right. So like when you've had tremendous, I've dealt with tremendous pain in my life and right, lost. Right. I mean, you know, uh losing my my ex-husband and who was my best friend, you know, to cancer was something that you guys saw me cry about on the feeds. I'm sure right, I don't know right. if it was on the show or not, but it was that that was real. I mean, that was that was the most painful thing I'd ever been through in my life. And it gave me a perspective, maybe, for how important relationships are and money is not by comparison, which is maybe why some things really hurt me so much in the game because I really, although you're not supposed to like go to big brother and make, make friends, people matter to me and I couldn't help, but fall in love with a lot of these people and their, you know, who they were as people and seeing them struggle and seeing, you know, it broke my heart to put Jason up on the back door, for instance. And like someone who this was his dream, I saw it and felt it, that it was terrible for him. And like when he hugged me in the HOH room and I teared up from that, like I legitimately felt terrible because I do have that bigger picture perspective of realizing like, these are the things that are important. And unfortunately for me, there's no way to play this game optimally and navigate the game without hurting people. And it was... A brutal realization for me. And it was just super tough. I I tried so hard to just let you guys see it all uh, in Big Brother. And for better or for worse, and I'm so sorry that I'm as emotional as I am. I wish I weren't. Like and looking back, it's embarrassing. Like, and I'm a really rottenly ugly crier. And so like I wish I didn't have to see that. But you know, you got you got the real me through and through. And uh I I it, it really hurts me to think that people thought that any of that was contrived or fake. Um and, you know, obviously it did help me in the game because it created real connections with people, but the emotions you saw were real.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you were such a masterful game player that, of course, people are going to pick apart everything that you do. Is is this for game? Is that for game? I think those of us that loved game, uh, your game was a great one to love because we always saw, you know, you doing things uh, in the game and talking us through why you were doing this move and that move. And it was always so interesting to watch. So I think it was natural for people to then maybe assume, oh, is the crying a strategy or not.
1: Right. And I mean, like, it's hard because like in poker, right? You see me playing poker and executing, making decisions, but you don't see the emotional toll it takes on me. You don't see that I go home later and have to process things emotionally. That's right. all. It. Here, you know, you see that, yes, someone can execute logically and strategically, but it doesn't mean they're not a human being at the end of the day with very real emotions and feels about what just went down. And so that you guys saw that is probably a good thing because it shows you that, you know, it's possible to be a calculating, logical game player, but also retain your humanity, which is what I tried to do.
0: Right. And I think that you did. And, uh, I'll say, as somebody uh who I think has had similar experiences as you, I get that, and that's why I believed in your game and i and I didn't think that what you were doing was uh you know fake or whatever. I think that fans in time that uh think that will come around and see that, and hopefully not when they have experiences like that in their life if if that makes sense. I think that it was clear to me, let's put it this way. It was clear to me that you valued the games and the relationships in the house more than the money for me is how I saw it. And I think
1: if if nothing else, seeing my reaction to not winning the money would reinforce that. Like it really was never actually about the money for me. It was about the game, which is why it was the most wonderful consolation to like, when people tell me like, Oh, you played a great game and that like, that's amazing. Like that is, that's awesome. To me, that is winning. Like I didn't need to actually win that people respected strategically how I navigated the game. Uh, that's what I came there to do was to tackle the most challenging game in the world. And that's what I was there for. And, uh, and that people respected how I played the game, um, was the biggest compliment and the biggest reward I ever could have gotten.
0: And I mean, we, I think a great counterpoint is when, you know, if people, uh like earlier in the game when it did affect you, when I think uh James won that POV, uh we saw you, and I remember the twins were breaking down and we're kind of like, oh, we hate James and whatever, and, and they addressed that. And you said in that moment he won. He won fair and square. Like, don't hate him for winning. He should be celebrating, he should be winning. I think th- and you did the same thing at, at the end with Steve. So my point is, people who don't take it as authentic, you had those same moments along the game where you, something negative happened to you in the game, and you were like, "It's game. I got. I it, lost this and, round."
1: And, and I'm not perfect. Like right. I'm not perfect. Lord knows, after seeing <laughs> this last hundred days, I'm certainly not perfect, and I'm sure that I could have handled a lot of things better. Uh, but I. I tried my best to be the best person I could be while simultaneously play the best game that I can. And it's not an easy line to ride. It is not. It looks easier from the outside. I know you've heard this from other people. It is no words can even explain how utterly difficult that game is.
0: Right. All right. Let's try and fire through uh, some of these questions for you. Uh, My uh, Next Life Debbie says, Vanessa, do you plan on helping Jason out like you promised in the house? And uh, That's so
1: funny. I actually just offered him uh, a job yesterday. It's actually really funny. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to stay between us, but I actually had... you know, Mel and I are launching a DJ duo Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we need certain things done that we just don't have time to do. And, um, so in the, I actually texted him yesterday, like, Hey, did you ever find a job? Um, he said he didn't go back to, um, the, the, the grocery store. He hasn't had time. He doesn't know if he could get that job back, but he didn't know. And I said, well, I like probably have an opportunity for you. Are you interested? And we talked it through and it looks like we're going to be able to work something out. So I did follow up on that. And, uh, I intended to, I'm someone who follows through with what I say I'm going to do. And, uh in, in the real world to uh and so I have.
0: And you will love this. Do do to do doot, doot, doot this just in breaking news. Uh Steve did tweet, by the way, and Phil Bennett retweeted it and he just says, I never thought for one moment Vanessa was bullying me, just for the record.
1: Oh From thank Steve's you Steve. Mouth. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Stevie Weeway. <laughs> Steve.
0: Um Dude, 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 dude. Rob uh, Reborn to Rain on Twitter wants to know, Vanessa, did you choose Steve or did Steve choose you for the faux final two early in the game? Meaning which one of you two when when you made that point of let's be a final two, but then neither one of you were really going to take the other one of the final two? Do you know which one? Actually,
1: of you- I was when we made the final two. Oh, you are. I were. I was until I found out that he betrayed me. Um, that whole pre dentist room thing. Okay. That when when I actually really was. Um but so who
0: started it who So
1: here's how here's how the the, what happened in the game. Um so Steve and I kind of had a two-part process to working together. Mm -hmm. We initially launched SOS, which wasn't a formal final two. It was like an alliance of like-minded people who had each other's back, but we'd never use the word final two. Um so Steve came to me about starting SOS like on day, I don't know, fifteen maybe ish. And and so um we like started talking game at that point once he reached out. Once I had, I think it was my second H.O.H. Uh, we were in talking on my H.O.H. bed, and uh, I brought to him how Shelly had told me about his final two with Johnny Mac, and I was like, "Listen, just so you know, like Johnny doesn't really have your back. He told Shelly about this final two deal, so." it's not a secret. I heard about it. I don't care that you have that deal out there. I just want you to know that it's getting around. And I was telling him that like genuinely looking out for him. So he doesn't tell Johnny anything. He doesn't want to get back to Shelly and Clay. And in that moment, he said, you know, I think, uh, he's like, I just want you to know that I didn't have a final two with Johnny in my mind. Like we never had the specific final two. And that was like, uh, I mean, a little bit of a creative use of words if you ask me, Mm -hmm. but I was sort of doing the same thing with him with SOS, so I wasn't going to blame him. And and so he was like, listen, do you want to have a final two right now? And I was like, ah, actually, and, you know, that would fit in with what I was working on in the back of my mind anyways, long term, And so we shook on it in that moment. And I was loyal to him in terms of a final two. If ever I said anything that seemed that I wasn't to anyone else, that was just in an attempt to disguise how close I was to Steve. If you want what was really going through my mind, Mm -hmm. I intended to take Steve to the final two. That's why I designed these overlapping alliances of the Johnny Mac, Steve, myself, trio, overlapping with Scamper Squad, Um, you know, I created that, you know, by reaching out to Johnny Mack before he was evicted. And I would never have done that with Steve and I at the center of the intersection of those two alliances if Steve wasn't the one that I wanted to survive until the finals with myself. I set that up on purpose that way, then later found out the extent to which he had betrayed me. And I was disillusioned with really working with Steve from that point on
0: got you okay um all right let me ask you this people like uh blind manner Jason, chris lots of people in the chat room want to know if you could have picked your dream final three or obviously then final two but let's say you're definitely there who would be the two other people you would have wanted in the final two with you uh so like the top three you and what two other people and then Or who would you just rather have sat next to in the end if you could have picked anybody from your season?
1: Um, hmm, this is a tough one. I mean, I knew having Liz there was good because I could count on her loyalty. Um, The other one, the problem is when I'm sitting next to Liz, it's hard to get someone who's going to take me over her. I was sort of going to face that problem with anyone. So maybe, you know, maybe my best final three actually would have been Austin and Steve, perhaps. Steve might've considered taking me if it was rather than Austin, because I know he told me earlier on, he believed Austin deserved to win more than Liz. And so if he thought that, then maybe he thought that he would have an easier chance beating me than beating Austin. Um, I don't know how true that is, but uh, that might've, that might've been a pretty good final three. The key was for me that I couldn't be there with two people that were more loyal to each other than to me. Right. Um, And I also couldn't be there as with two uh, players that had not been too dominant in the game because they're always going to take each other rather than taking me who they would more statistically be likely to lose to, which would make sense. I mean, I would advise them probably if for advising them from outside the game not to take me. And so, it, you know, it was tough with how many comps that I had won. I was going to need someone with loyalty, and I had that in Liz, which is why I ended up going with her. Right. Beyond that, I also – my reason that I didn't end up going with Austin was that Austin had gotten really close to Johnny Mack, and he was already close to Steve. I didn't like that closeness, and I know Liz didn't have that closeness. So I was feeling much better about taking Liz to Final Four than Austin, because with Liz in Final Four, I have her primary loyalty, and I did—I mm-hmm. thought I did—and I did, as far as I know. And the whereas, if Austin would have—he's a—he—he he was had enough of a relationship, he could have swung over to primary loyalty with Steve or Johnny Mac if that's what suited him in that moment. So you know, ideal three, that's a really hard one. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it some more. I mean, it's, oh, you're going
0: to have to come back, Vanessa, because you give the best answers, but we're almost out of time. Everybody oh, wants to know so much more. Um, OK, here, let me ask you this quickly. Uh, uh, Whack 26 wants to know, Vanessa, was there any point in the game that you would have considered having a secret alliance with James? You two could have protected each have
1: other. I have no idea. Oh, my. This was in my mind so much mm-hmm. like. If he hadn't gone out in the double eviction once Meg went out, I actually was going to make a move in that respect. James is someone I actually think, like Liz, loyalty-wise, would have taken me in the final three if I had made a deal with him. I, I, The type of person James is, loyalty-wise, I could work with. And beyond that, he... I loved that he was such a, like, yes, he would lie and play the game, but when you caught him, he would own up, which I could work with that rather than Steve who would just stick with these lies and it was hard to work with. You know, James was easier to work with and just always had Meg, so it was hard to like Mm -hmm. break into that. And so once Meg was gone, I actually really considered it. And I always meant it when I said that it sucked that James and I were just always on different sides. If if things had been different and we could have been on the same side, it, it would have been a very different game. And I would have loved to work with him. He, I very much respect the way he played the game. Completely.
0: Okay, um, I want to tell everybody super quickly, we have like uh, like a little less than 10 minutes left. Again, Vanessa, we hope you're going to come back and answer more questions. But uh, speaking of that, we have everybody else coming up to Meg, Shelly, James, and uh, Becky now as well. So uh, you guys aren't going to want to miss that. I just have to tell them there is only less than 10 minutes left if you're trying to get Vanessa's uh, cards. We're, we're also <laughs> new to this year. You now think Vanessa? That's very new to us. I,
1: I, <laughs> I'm very, very, very new. It's
0: very uh crazy. Okay. Uh Lulu NL in the chat room wants to know what shocked you most uh that you found out when you came out of the house.
1: That gay marriage was legalized in the whole country, but uh you mean about big brother? Yes. Uh, what I'm about sure. what about anything in the
0: game uh, that shocked you the most?
1: Oh man, so much. Uh you know shocked me the most yes here's what it is that um two things one austin's emotional reaction in jury like being the game player that he is and the lifelong fan of big brother blown away by how bitter he seemed to be a jury you know for lack of a better word uh that shocked me it really did I expected a different re- I really misread by me I expected a different reaction second thing was that Johnny Mac actually was a super fan uh got me got me like I, I thought about it but he just he was good he was really good yeah he got me
0: all right well he- Here's the two points I've been saying it the whole time. Number one, when Johnny Mac comes on here, I don't believe he is a super fan. He has not had to prove it yet. Number two, because he didn't tell you guys, so he never had to give any facts. I'm not buying super fan Johnny Mac. And number two, kind of feel like maybe Austin just was playing that up. Because Vanessa, you know the jury was team Vanessa. Like... Everybody, the jury was Team Vanessa. It was clear to me, and we're gonna talk to her about it. But Shelly was rooting for you. I feel like you had Shelly, Jackie, and uh, Becky in there, really on your side, who understand the game and understood it's not personal. Vanessa has been making the best moves in this game. Um, so it would have been boring is what I'm saying to have jury house footage of everybody going, Vanessa's going to win. We're voting for Vanessa. It would have been a very bad edit for that final episode. Right. If there wasn't anybody in there is all I'm th- having an yeah. opposite view. Yeah. You
1: light. know, but the the one that if you want, you want real, yeah, like, yeah, I'll yeah, go. Be Here, this is actually like, I, my better judgment is probably not to say this, but you know, the thing that actually hurt the worst it really hurt. Like I really this like. Austin say uh, on the last episode... Oh, I wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. Hey, hey, the microphone is going
0: weird. Okay, as soon as you hit it, it got weird. I think we lost you. Oh, no. We lost you. Better? Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Okay, can you hear me?
0: Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Hearing Austin say, uh, it was, I think, quote, unquote, it was like chewing nails to have to pretend to be Vanessa's best friend in the house. You have no idea. Ow. <laughs> Mm-hmm. like that i don't know what, why. why was that necessary like i mm, did that would actually like really hurt my feelings like a lot and uh like i cried over you guy like when i evicted you i cried like i felt terrible and then you're saying things like this it was like it, it was locked in was like,
0: oh I'll, I'll, oh no well, man we uh all uh, right hold on hold on uh-huh. I'm we have t- technical a little bit of uh, audio, but whatever. It's fine. I think you're good. Um, I'll say this. I don't want to defend Austin. Have you talked to Austin since? I mean, besides yeah, the backyard I, brawl.
1: <laughs> so when I saw that clip, I texted him a clip of it. And I was like, like, I asked him about it. And he apologized. And, you know, I'm a forgiving person. I don't, I, of all people, I can let things go quickly. I was raised with sisters. We fought a lot. We forgot about it within a few minutes. And I think you saw a lot of that on the show. I would fight with people and then be like fine with them four minutes later. And so, yeah, like I'm, I know it's something that I can get over. It's just, it doesn't mean it didn't hurt my feelings. And, uh, you know, that was surprising just that, because I, I actually, I just, I don't know, like I really looked at Austin, like a friend in the house. And, um, I was surprised that he had words like that for me in the jury house.
0: OK, Okay. I um, all right. I want to talk some more and I hate that we're leaving it on this note. But Vanessa, I know you have to go tell the people where they can find you. I will put all the information below. But go ahead. Tell the people where they sure. can find you on social media.
1: So uh, my my go to social media is Twitter. Uh, follow me there. Vanessa Russo. Uh, yeah, you guys see the spelling there on the screen. And then. Um, Instagram, I just started using it for the first time in two years yesterday. So there's some new stuff on there and I'll be more current with it now. I got a little lazy with it for the last couple of years, but I'm back on it. Um, and then I just launched actually a Periscope and I'll be doing my, my first Periscope tonight, um, in an hour actually. Uh, so if people want to follow me there, it's at Vanessa Russo as well. And, uh, I'll be doing my first one tonight
0: and for those of you that don't know or might be new to it you can get you can access that right on uh, Twitter and as well I mean you can do it on Periscope but it's very easy for you guys on Twitter for those of you that uh, don't know but yes that's super exciting Vanessa we hope you will come back we have so much more we want to talk to you about
1: for sure Um, I promise to wear that beanie again
0: (laughs) oh I only wear the hats and the beadies. and like I said I well we're going to put Vanessa's P.O. box below the edited uh, version of this show too so that uh, Erica can send you one of these but all right chat room thank you guys so much vanessa thank you so much Thanks for, having for me. In. uh and uh, i guess that's it for now everybody we will see you guys later let me just stop it and all right bye chat room love you guys bye everybody